0: मलजसु जो दायकु फलेचारी बुद्धिहीन तनुजानी सुमिरो पवनकुमार Jehanuma Hanuman Gyan Gun Saagar Jai Kapi Siti Hulok Ujagar Ramadunt Atulit Baladhama Anjaniput प्रपवन Sutanama Mahabir बिकरंबज रंगी कुमति निवारी सुमति के संगी कंचन बरन बिराज सुबेसा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ बज्र ओ ध्वजा बिराजे कांधे मूंज जने साजे, संकर सुवन नंदन तेज प्रताप maha jag bandhan vidyavan guniyat chatur ram kaj karibeko atur प्रभु चरित सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जराव भीम रूप धरी असुर सम्हारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाए सजीवन श्री Tiing he बहुत the तुम प्रिय भरताई संभाई सहस बदन तुम कंठ ब्रह्मादि नारद सारद सहित जब कुबेर आज पत्ती ना तुमरों बद्र भी भीषण माना लग के भय सब जग जाना जुक्स सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानू लीलियों ताहिब दुर फल जानू प्रभु बुद्धिका बैली मुख बाहि जलती लागी गए अच्छे रजेदाहि दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगब अनोक रहतो भरेते ते राब दुवारे तो बरख वारे होत ना आज्ञा बिनु पै सारे सब सुकलहि तो भारी शरे तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपर तेज सभारो आपे तीनो लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महाबीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमार छुडावे बड़े क्रम बचन ध्या जो लावे सब पर राम तपस भी राजा तिनके काज सकल तुम साजा और बड़ोरत जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जी वन फल पावे चारों जग प्रताप तुभारा है परसिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु सत्य के तो बरखवारी असुर निकाल दराब दुलारी अष्टसेधी नौ निधिके दाता अस्बर दीन जान की बाता रामर सायन तुम्हे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा बरे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख बिसरावे अत काल रघुबर जाई, जहाँ जद बाहरी भक्त कहाँई और देवता चत धर ही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही सगट कटे बेटे सब पीरा जो सो बरे हनुमत बलबीरा जय 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 हर बाद गोसाई कृपा करो गुरु देवकी दाई जो सत बार पाठ कर कोई छूटा ही बद्धि बहा सुख होई जो यह पड़े हर चालीसा होय se disa ki gori so to das sada hari chera ki jay dat hriday bahadera bhavat de sakkat harad bagal burati roop rava lakhad sita sahit Radeva-so-sur-bhoop-si-a-var-raab-chandra-ki-jai. Pavan-sut-hanu-baan-ki-jai. Uba-pati-baha-dev-ki-jai. pati baha dev ki Jai-shri-raab, ki jai 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 Hanubad. We are going to try and understand verse number 42, 43 and 44 in chapter 2 in shrimad Bhagavad Gita So that is going to be our endeavour today But before we go into this endeavour we have to realise that the key of all this is in our hand only whether we are able to understand, we are not able to understand, we want to go ahead with it, we do not want to go ahead with it. Everything is totally dependent on us. And a beautiful story, which I just read today morning, says that it says, One king, he used to have the habit of, in the evening, when everything, all his work would be done, at night, he would use a secret passage to go to his minister's house, right? Kings have a lot of secret passages, right? They don't have to follow the tunnels and all. So he had a direct secret passage from the castle to the minister's house. So he would take the keys. He had Only he had the keys. So he'd take the keys. While he would leave the castle from that tunnel, he would lock the door and go to the minister's house. So while in the minister's house, what would they do? Both of them would drink. You karte know? the. A way of their relaxation. So they would drink. And then at that time, the minister said, Would you want me to drop you back? The king said, No, no, no. I'm fine. I'll manage. I'm alright. But he was not. He was drunk. So he followed the passage. And he reached his castle. And then he stood at the door. And when he stood at the door, he was wondering, how do I get in? He started banging the door. He started, you know, pushing the door. But the door would not open. Now, the king panicked. He was drunk. His senses were not with him. And at the other side, the queen was standing. And the queen said, my dear king, open the door. We can't open it from here. You can open it. You have the keys with you. Just turn the keys. I'll open the door. The rest will be taken care of. The guards are here. They'll carry to you carry you to you to your bed. The you know people are there to cook for you. We will rest you down on your bed. We will take care of you. But you have to open the door. The queen said you have the keys. Turn, turn the keys, find the keys from your pocket, open the door, and then come in. However, the king did not understand. He did not even realize that the keys are in his pocket in spite of being told again and again. And he started panicking. He is still panicking. He could not enter that door. And the queen kept telling him, just turn the keys, just turn the keys. However, he could not. Why? Because he was drunk. In spite of being told in spite of knowing probably somewhere in his subconscious that the keys are with me. He did not turn the knob. He could not even pick up the key and take it out. It reminds me of us. The key is in our hands. We can turn the knob, open the door and everything will be taken care of. But we are so drunk How are we drunk? We are drunk because of the beautiful Maya. You know, everything that we see around us intoxicates us. And because of that, we are so utterly drunk that the fact that once I open, once I take out the key, I open the door, I will be out of this dungeon. And I'll be into that divine realm. We want to reach the divine realm. Probably we don't even want to reach the divine realm. We just want to be happy. Right? Ultimately, nowadays, there is a new trend. We should work towards being happy. That's a good thing. We just want to be happy. But we do not realize that that is not momentary happiness that is waiting for us. It is chir anand that is waiting for us. But we have to get over the state of drunkness. You know, we have to get over our Trishna, our desires, our Asaktis, all the attachments, you know, which is intoxicating us. Come back to our senses, distance ourselves, pick up the key and open the door. Very simple. And during that drug stage, we don't even realize that we are in the dungeon. We don't have realization not have now Dhruv, we all know about Dhruv, right? Raja Dhruv. He had made a slight error when he was doing his tapasya as a child. He was just five years old. So the error he made was, when the Lord came, he asked for material things and not for bhakti or bhakti or the Lord himself. He got, and then the minute he did this, God said, tatastu, right? And he started weeping. He said, what have I done? The Lord was in front of me and what have I asked? Right? So, later on, the story goes. There is a detailed story about his uh, rule in the kingdom. But eventually, he got a Dhruvatara. We all know about Dhruvatara, right? So, this Dhruvatara is where he has all the opulences. He is sitting there. But if you go near that star, you realize that he's not sitting on his throne. He's sitting in a corner behind the throne on the floor and weeping. Weeping, why? He said, when I had the opportunity, I did not ask for the Lord. And see, now where am I stuck? Dhruvthara is an opulent place. So now this Dhruv had an opportunity to get somebody to the Dhruvthara. So from up, he was looking down and he saw pigs. And he felt a lot of pity for the pigs. Why? They are, you know, in the mud, in their own filth, eating their own filth, you know, living a miserable life. So he said that, you know, I have to salvage them. So he sent people. Now these stories, the same episode has been narrated in a different way also. So he sent some people, you know, he said, okay. Or he came down himself and he told the pigs. He said, why don't you come with me? You know, the father pig probably. And he said, uh, come with you where? He said, "This is there is Dhruftara. It is opulent. It is beautiful. He described the magnitude of the magnificence. Right? But this pig could not understand. And then he said, okay, let me ask my wife. So he went to his wife. And he said, there is somebody who has come to take us to Dhruftara. He is saying it is better than heaven. Should we go? The wife said, can you go and ask? Whether we'll get the filth, whether we'll get the mud, whether we'll get all that we are used to over here in Dhruvthara. So again, he came and he asked, Ki will we get all this filth and mud and all that we are so used to in that Dhruvthara? He said, no, 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 you would not get that. You will get the luxuries. You'll be very happy. Trust me, come with me. But what happened? He went back to his wife and she said, no, no, no. If we are not getting all this, we are not going. What's the point? He came and he said, I am not going with you. Why? Because our limited understanding thinks that what we are reveling in right now is ultimate bliss. We can't even comprehend what the scriptures are trying to tell us. And that is where the entire state of inertia cups, Because our, our buddhi is very seabith. Unfortunately. Kya So over here, in the previous verse also, we talked about one simple thing. The emphasis was on vivasa Yatmika Buddhi. Isn't it? That was the emphasis. And for what? prapti. And what should we avoid? Bahu buddhi, where we have various branches of our buddhi going here, going there, going there for material desires and material gains. So in the following verse, they are telling us the reason why we have this kind of a scattered buddhi. Why aren't we able to focus our buddhi on that divide? Just like the pig. Or the drug king. We are unable to focus our buddhi. And unable to break the shackles of maya. And say no. No matter how enticing the maya is. I am not going to be tempted. That is my focus. And I am going to move towards it. What stops us? And that is what the following verses are going to help us understand. But these following verses have to be taken very very carefully. Because... Even a slightest bit of a twist can make us demean something very magnificent. So the objective of these verses are not to demean anything. That is why many a times we see that the verses in Gita or verses in our scriptures are twisted and presented to us in a very derogatory fashion. So why? Because they can be twisted if we are not careful. So over here, in verse number 42, we'll just... Read it first and then we will go into the depth of a few words before moving on to understand the verse. So verse number forty two Yami Mampus Pitam vaacham Pravadantya Wepakshitaha Veda Vadarata Partha Nanya Nanya Dastiti Vadinaha then verse number 43 kamaatma apologies my nose is a bit blocked kamaatmanah swargapara janma karma palapradam pradam kriya visheshah bahulam bhog <coughs> bhogeshwa bhog, bhogeshwar gati prati Then, verse number forty four Bhogeshvarya Prasattanam Taya Prahata Chetasam Vivasayatmi Buddhi Samadhona Vidhiyate. Now, we will not go into the meaning of the entire verse first. First, we will take one word at a time. Veda Vadarata. What are they meaning by Veda Vadarata first? Then we'll go on to Kamatmanaha. What do they mean by that? Then Svargapara. What is the meaning of Svargapara? And then Bhogeshwarya Gati. Bhogeshwarya Gati. That is the fourth thing that we will take. Because if we suddenly take the entire verse together, we'll get misled. Now what is Veda Vadarata? What, Ved? what is Veda? What is Veda Vadarata? That is in the verse number 42, the second line, the first word. What is Veda Vada Ratha? What are the Vedas? Do we know what our Vedas comprise of? If anybody does, kindly share. We, there are four Vedas, we know that, right? Now, the veds are derived into various sections. So let's go into those sections to understand why they have come up with the word Ved. Ved is Rig Ved, Yajur Ved, Sam Ved and Athar Ved. And then Yajur Ved is finally divided into Shukla Ved and Shukla Yajur Ved and Krishna Yajur Ved. Right? So now after that, what is each and every Ved, like right now, these five Vedas, they have a subdivision further. So now these five subdivisions are mantras or the hymns, then the Brahmanas, the explanation of the mantras and the rituals, right? And the third, now major division before this would be Karmakant and kand. Each Ved has Karmakant, each Ved has kand. So mantra, samitas and hymns, And then Brahmanas or the explanation of the mantras and the rituals, right? Now the third is the philosophical interpretation of the rituals, right? And the fourth is the Upanishads. Now the essence and the knowledge portion of the Ved. So these are four major divisions in each and every Ved that we have. Now all these are further understood Based on different ashrams. That is why it is said, right? Initial stage, the children should be given the knowledge of Vedas. They used to go to the Gurukuls. But right now, we wait till our hair hair become white. And then we realize, Aadha to chala gya. So initially, when we are in the Brahmachari stage, right? According to them, it is up to the age of 25, right? At that time, the mantras... And the hymns, the mantra samiti, the hymns, the praise of the Vedic gods and all have to be understood, have to be recited, have to be done. Right. So at that time, this is the time where the studies of the first portion has to be done. Right. Now, the second portion study is mainly for the Grihas Ashram. 25 to 50 according to them. At that time, the yagnas are done because the grihast have the opportunity to do yagnas. Brahmacharis normally don't. So the yagnas are done at that time. The sacrifices are done at that time. Post which, when you go on at a little higher, when you are in the Vanaprastha ashram stage, what do you do? You try to understand the philosophical interpretations of the same sacrifices or the rituals that we have learned before and by the end of it that is the study of upanishads right so this can be done together but the implementation happens as per the ashrams right we are supposed to transit from one ashram to another nowadays the problem is the brahmachari is not a brahmachari anymore we see what is happening all around us. A grihast is not interested in yagna Yagadi at all. And Vanaprasd Ashram never happens to us, right? We never leave the grihast ashram. Leaving the grihast ashram does not mean that we leave our houses. But mentally, we are grihastis all the time. We do not detach, right? Our children grow up, we think about their children. We are always attached to worldly things. We are unable to detach ourselves. vanaprasth is a transition between the grihast ashram to the sannyas ashram where you are totally gone. vanaprastha ashram gives you the time to distance yourself gradually. We never enter that stage because we don't want to distance. So our Vedas have knowledge which can be used in every phase. Now the other problem that we are facing or at that time when Ved Vyasji came. Now who is Ved Vyasji? We know how he was born, right? Ved is the one who created the division of the Vedas. Isn't it? He divided the Vedas into various parts. Why? Because he realized that the knowledge and the ability that we had in Satyog or Treta Yuga had diminished. Right? That is what I have understood. And then he helped us understand the Vedas a little simply. And he wrote the Mahabharata. He wrote the Purans. He explained everything. Now the question might arise in our minds. Right? That how is it possible, right, that he had such a divine span of life. And then we should also remember that our yugas are cyclical in nature. Satyog, Dvapar, you know, Treta, Dvapar, kalyog. Satyog, Dvapar, Treta, Treta, Dvapar, Kalyug. It goes on and on and on. So Ved Vyas ji, is he born? When does he die? What happens? What is his ayu, Right. If we try to understand from the point of view of our age span, whatever he has presented in front of us will look very unrealistic. However, when we are in Srimad Bhagavad Puran, when we are talking about Sarg and Visarg, we talk about different loks, right? We talk about various loks and there are seven upper loks, seven lower loks, we can say that these upper loks and the lower loks have a name like and beach may there is bhu or mrityu lok. Bhu, bha, swa. Now these swartak bhu, bha, swa, these three lok get destroyed every time Brahma ji sleeps. But the lokas above this and the lokas below this don't. They have a different age span. So now these sages, okay, many a times they always say that we will understand today why they say they do not want to go to svarglok, but they can exist in any plane of existence and descend as per their wish even if they are in our plane of existence their ayu does not depend on what we ayu or age does not depend on what we comprehend as age so we talk about Chiranjivis also right so they live on so Ved Vyasji we cannot say that he dies, he is born. Many people say that probably Vedvyasji is also a designation, just like Indra is a designation. We cannot refute it, we do not want to refute it, but Vedvyasji can have a long existence also because he is an elevated sage. So once we understand the functioning, okay, so this is destroyed. The upper loks and the lower loks they don't get destroyed when the mini pralayas has happened, and depending on each lok the destruction is different if somebody is located in brahmalok the pralay or the destruction will happen when the age of brahmaji gets over right and what if he is beyond that lok so these sages can have existence and can be there for a longest duration very difficult for us to comprehend because we have been conditioned to see only what we see this bhulok as the only lok and the only form of existence it is not. There are subtle form of existence which are always persistent. So Ved Vyasji is the one who wrote these scriptures, right? Why am I saying that? Ved Vyasji wrote Mahabharat, and Ved Vyasji was the one who wrote the Puranas also, right? And he was the one who divided the what the Vedas also, like one person. So Vedas have two portions. Karma Majorly and Gyan When we talk about Karma in Karma Kant, it is very simple. They will give you this, this is the ritual, this is the Falashruti. If you do this, you will get this. If you do this, you will go to that heaven. If you do this, you can attain this Siddhi. If you do this, you can attain that kind of a Siddhi. A lot of Karma Kant, it is very easy. You will see, okay, I want to get wealth, what do I do? Tantra karna hai, shakti chahiye, what do I do? Lots of mantras, lots of rituals, lots of things is there. And by those, you can fulfill a lot of your desires. You can have a superior birth. You can have a dwelling time in heaven also. It is as per your choice, as per the tapasya, as per the ritual you are conducting, you can get. That time sacrifices also used to happen in satyug and all because it is said in some of the scriptures that when a raja would sit and do a havan or a yagna and when he would offer with the permission of the animal that I'm offering you there was a promise that was made that after this yagna next birth of yours would be a superior birth right however if that does not happen you come and you offer me in your next birth that kind of a confidence used to be there. The Devas used to descend. And we have Trishanku and all we have heard, right? By the power, they could be raised to go to swarg also with the body. We have These things have been mentioned many times. It is hard to comprehend. But the Ved have the power to get us whatever we want, right? But, so it is like when they are saying Ved, Va, Dharata, we'll understand later why. And Ved have. Karmakan, rituals, we can fulfill all our worldly desires, we can get Swarga, we can get a better birth, we can get whatever we want by reading those beautiful verses. Take care. Full stop on Ved for now. Just a brief understanding. Then he says, Kamat Manaha. Kamat Manaha, what is it? What does he mean by Kamat Manaha? Kamat Manaha is when we have desires. What kind of desires? Kamna I want this, I want that, I want, uh, you know, a better life, I want better things. Simple kamnas. It is There is no rocket science again over here. We get so involved in our desires and what we want that we are unable to distinguish ourselves from our desires. They become just one together. Those are the kamnas. We are one with our desires. And what are they saying over here? Very important point. Eh? And they feel that the people who do not have desires right, are unable to act in this world. Like Swayam. So unless and until you have desires unless and until you have a passion unless and until you want things you know i am so it? like i'm so excited i want to do this i am so looking forward to it unless and until you are so involved in your desires right you are unable to act in this world that is the belief of the people who have kamna right but what is desires, what are our wants, what are our kamnas, they go up and down, up and down right and they change also but the self never changes does it so the self is not equal to the kamnas the self or kamna ye dono sarvatha alag alag these are two different things Right. But the people who are so engrossed in their desires, they forget that there is a difference between their desires and them. They become one with the desires. And then what happens? They start reveling in those desires and they just want to get more and more better life, better birth. I want swark. And then what happens with these Kamnas? They want a heaven. What do they want in a heaven? They say, Ki, maybe if I do this ritual, if I do that ritual, I'll get heaven. right? So a lot of rituals are done and it is possible. But the thing with heaven is, it is not a permanent dwelling place. For instance, just imagine, we are travelling from one place to another and we have to board the aeroplane. By chance, we have a business class or a first class ticket. So when we reach the airport, oh lovely service, we go and sit in the lounge, we are relaxing, eating whatever we want, the royal treatment is being given to us. Now this royal treatment continues, we go into the aircraft, the air hostesses are there, you know, serving us, fulfilling all our desires, whatever we want with gifts and everything. And we are like, oh my god, this is so amazing. This is such a lovely place to be and you're just getting used to being there. When suddenly there is an announcement that the journey has been completed and now we will be landing in Bombay after half an hour. What now? Journey has been completed. We'll be landing in Bombay after half an hour. But we were just getting used to the comfort and the luxury that was being offered, right? But Bombay, mein I'll be going back to my house. I've not even called the maid yet. There is so much of work to be done. What happened? That is Swarg. Temporary dwell All the rituals, all the jab, tap, Niyam, whatever, as may they say, right? Yes, work para Pad say Un Manoshoki Bath Kahigayehe Jo mein, Shastro, mein, uh, shastro mein, varnan, they have this attachment you know I want to go to heaven we say right if you are good you will go to heaven if you are bad you will go to hell unfortunately we condition our children telling them that heaven is the ultimate place to be it is a temporary dwell so it is simple so then the aircraft lands and out you go you cannot stay right even if you force yourself no no I have paid so much no you can't stay there after a while they will pick you up and throw you out if you insist on staying there so, this is what is Swargapara. When you have the Asakti to go to swarga and you are doing everything to reach there. Now, Kamna we understood and Swargapara we understood. Veds also we understood. right? Now, we are going Bhogeshwarya. Bhogeshwarya Gatim. That is verse number 43 and the second last word. Bhogeshwarya Gatim. What is Bhogeshwarya Gatim? What is bhog? And what is Eshwarya? Yeah? We have to understand this. Bhog is simply when we use our senses. Right? Karma Indriya Simply you can put over here they say Shabd, Sparsha, Roop, Ras or Gandha. Shabd, Sparsha, Feeling, Roop. Right? And Ras, the taste and the smell. We use all our Indriyas to what? To revel in bhog, right? Bhog. I want to wear nice things. I want to eat good things. I want to live in a very, very beautiful place. I want to watch things that, you know, entice me and make me forget about whatever is happening. They say, right? So Netflix is very cheap, but you are paying for it with your time, your lifetime. So be very careful of what you are watching and what you are taking away from it. Just a joke. So that is bhog, right? So what ke it when you want all these things to fulfill your sense desires? Now, again, we have, we clearly know, right? Human birth is not for bhog, it is for yog, right? But because animals also do bhog, right? Eat, drink, be merry, mate. If we do the same thing, unfortunately, we have misused the superior birth that we have got. So, bhog, aishwarya, what is aishwarya? The wealth and the prosperity that we gather. We have seen, don't we see people who are 75, 80, they have enough and more, but they can't stop. Gathering, what do we Ten generations come, you know, ahead we'll eat. What about you? No, they'll keep gathering, they can't even stop. Eshwarya. I want name, I want fame, you know, I want a lot of money, I want to become rich. It is like an addiction. They don't stop. Why? Because they to and to fulfill that desire for what you want, you want Aishwarya, money, prosperity, then you want uh, applauses, all this. And for that, what can you do? We can do something very important. We do a lot of prayers, right? Prabhu Paskaradea. Simple We start as children. God, I've worked very hard. You know, make sure I do well. You know, again, simple, simple things. I hope my child does well. I hope he gets his interview selection. Uh, you know, simple things. I hope, you know, my children's desires are fulfilled. We start like that, you know, from the children out of the Exam se pehle for sure the child will go to the mandir and bow his head and go. And there will be kum kum tilak, everything. Rochai? Why? Because that time there is no bhogiccha, right? There is no desire. So, and it is okay. God says, no problem. In Vance, we have provisions for everything you want. You want worldly things, you'll get it. You want heavens, you'll get it. You want to ascend to a certain plane, you can. You have the choice. And over here, unfortunately, we make an Asuric choice. What is Asur? very beautifully ram sukhdas has said asu naam pra, pra, prano ka you know prana ata hai as and the one who does not want to leave his prana is asur what does he say asu naam prano ka hai aur un praniyon ko jo banaye rakhna cha un prano ko jo banaye rakhna hai un prani uh, prano uh, pranoksh uh, par ha on prano ko jo banaye rakhna chahta hai un prano shna pa, parayan loko lo uh, logo ka naam asure On those people who want to retain their pran always you know hame amar hame marna we fear death and after that also we want to be reborn we want to be in the heaven we always want to hold on to these pran we were very afraid of merging these are Asurs. Simple definition. Asur. Asur means Pran and the one who wants to hold on to it is an Asur. Beautiful definition he has given. So now with these three things we are going to open up what the verse is trying to tell us. The first verse is very simply saying The person, a Viveki Manushya, you know, the person who does not use his Vivek and he looks into these Vedas, okay, for his own benefit, the flowery words of the Vedas, right? What are the flowery words? See, they are not demeaning the Vedas anywhere. We are selectively choosing what we want from the Vedas, right? Ved has a gamut of things. Ritualistic thing, unritualistic thing. Gyan bhi hai, usme rituals bhi hai. Karma kan bhi hai. Karma kan mein bhi, you have a choice why you are doing that karma right? So over here they are saying, the people who choose these Vedas for their benefit, over here, you know, they get enticed by the flowery language. Ki tum ye ge, you will get this when you do this, you will go to heaven. Those rituals that you keep doing for the benefit of your mundane desires. This, and you get tempted by the flowers. See, koi hai. there is no fruit over there. Simply, you are getting tempted by the flowers. There is no fruit over there. What are they saying? Sansar. और भोगों ka Varnan hai. Right? Isme Vani me Sansar or Bhogo ka Varnan hai. Us pushpit Vani ko kaha karte hai. So, over here they are talking about ki भोग or Sansar ka Varnan hai. You are talking about Bhogo, your desires, what you want. You are talking about heavens. And these are flowery languages which are written in the Veds. Where you do karma kand and ritualistic, you know, you chant so that, aise and after everything, there is a falashruti. Be very careful. Karne se ye hoga. Karne se hoga. You can read. If you do this, you'll go to this particular heaven. If you do this, you'll get this siddhi. Everywhere, falashruti, falashruti, falashruti. So if you are reading those Vedas, with like a, a Viveki Manushya, just to be benefited in this plane or the Swarg plane, it is a big loss, isn't it? It is a total loss. So, are the Veds to be blamed? No. They are giving you what you desire. They are powerful. Vedas, we. why did we talk about Ved? Because they have distinctions. They have divisions. And the purpose of the rituals, we have to understand the purpose of the rituals is not an end in itself. We make those rituals an end in itself and say, okay, I did this tapasya, I got this falam. Right? But, is that the objective? No. Why is it that every... Every phase is benefited by the Vedas because the cleansing is supposed to happen. They are a means to the end. What is the end? End is Prabhuprapti only. But what happens to us? Over here they say, Yami Maam Pushpitam Vacham. We get so enticed by the beautiful flowery language that we get trapped. And then we say, There is nothing beyond this and we just seek the current benefit we are unable to progress it is very beautifully written by chinmaya gurudev ji right now when was this again we have to go to the context when we are understanding gita when was when did mahabharat happen when did ved you know, right after it happened, it is itihas, right? And then he started writing, right? He is talking about what Sri Krishna has said, and he is writing. At that time, what is the scenario? Now imagine the scenario: Satyug nahi hai, right? Treta nahi hai. Mahabharat happened in Dwapar. The decline of the human brain has already happened. They are not doing tap. They are not doing the jap. They don't have the capacity to do any austerities right and these vedas are still being taken but the meaning is taken in the wrong way where these were the rituals and the karma was supposed to cleanse you and move you to a higher plane where you can do upasana and understand the upanishads and move on to sanyas ashram people got stuck here and they said this is karma Kaan and we can get whatever we want because it is written in the scriptures. So this is all there is to it. What they say is, anyataha na asti, which means nanya dastiti. Nanya dastiti ka matlab hai anyata na asti. There is nothing beyond this. And what are they saying? Vedavadhata partha naanyadastiti. They say that Veds and the ritualistic worship is only to get benefits right now. There is nothing beyond this. Why? Because we have declined so much that we have forgotten that the purpose, the ritualistic gets involved in the means without aspiring for the goal. Thus, an expounder of transcendental and infinite, Sri Krishna here laughing at those who mistake the means for the end. Shri Krishna is laughing and mocking the people who are caught in this. They are saying ritualistic portion is the means and the Vedantic portion deals with the realization through meditation is the end. The Karma khan prepares the mind to single-pointedness when it is pursued without specific desire. Such a prepared mind alone is fit for the steady contemplation over the Upanishads. So, the purpose is lost, Shri Krishna is saying. And people are just getting, why? Scattered. So, I'll do this, I'll get this. I'll do this, I'll get this. And the pundits also encourage during that time, Oh, yes, yes, yes. What do you want? Oh, this is what you want? Come, we'll do this puja and you'll get it. And what is supposed to be done, nishkam, right, is be done by sakam vritti. That I want to get this, so I am doing the ritual. It is supposed to be done, nishkam. I do not want anything, yet I am doing this so that I get purified. So Shri Krishna is laughing. Ved Vyasji is saying, Aise mat karo. don't degrade it to that level. Don't degrade yourself to that level. None of the things mentioned in the Ved or our scriptures are for fulfillment of this plane or the Swarglok. They are meant to ascend. And then he says, why do we do all this? Why do we follow this and understand the flowery language and get enticed by it? Kaam Janma swargapara janmakarma falapradam. What is this? Pala pradam. So, why do we do this? Kamna. What are the kamnas we talked about in detail? That we want desires in this world. We want to go to heaven and a particular kind of heaven, and we want to keep rolling in the cycle of life and death. We do not want to give away. We are asuras, right? We do not want to give away our prana. Why? Abhi nehi? Heaven, heaven, then we'll come down again because we don't remember, right? And we'll say, How does it matter to us? I am not going to remember how many times, how many births, what has happened to me. You remember. Subconsciously, we all suffer. Sit alone and you will know. Sometimes you'll wonder, Why is it that I am getting so disturbed? Why? Because of the cycle of birth and that you have taken. Again and again and again and again, the soul gets tired. It seeks liberation, but we get carried away. Then, what is it? Kriya vishesha bahulam bhogeshvarya gatim prati. Kriya vishesha bahulam. And what is it? We do a lot of Kriyas. Why? To fulfill our bhogicha. And the desire for Aishwarya. And we carry on like that. So this verse is not condemning our scriptures. This verse is condemning us and our intentions. If we read it just like that, we might end up saying, ki ved mein ritualistic worship hai, karma kaand hai. And we might demean our great scriptures. No. It has a wide spectrum of things. We choose as per our wish. That will is there with us, isn't it? So, if we have would have just read it like this, we would have felt that Shri Krishna is laughing on the Vedas. He is not. Why did we talk about Vedvyasji? Vedvyasji wrote the Mahabharata. Vedvyasji has written, segregated the Vedas. If he had not done it, if he did not feel they were worthwhile, would he have segregated them for us to understand? So, when why would Sri Krishna and Vedas we say are the divine word, right? So nobody over here in these verses is demeaning the Vedas. Be very careful. They are not even demeaning Karmakand. Karmakand in itself is not bad. Ritualistic worship in itself is not bad. But when our intention becomes what? Kamatmanaha Swargapara. When our intention becomes and Bhogeshwarya when our intention begins to fulfill our desires and reach swarg, no look beyond that. And when we are just seeking bhog and aishwarya, when we are seeking these four things, yes, when we are seeking this, our intention is wrong and we do those ritualistic things, they are not wrong. They are as pure and clean. We do not understand how to use them, right? And it happens to us, right? We simple things in our house also if you give something to a child and the child does not know how to use it he might just mess it up right and then we'll say it is as simple as that you are giving the Vedas to a toddler who has no understanding of the prowess and the power of that scripture and they are misusing it for their own selfish benefit so over here Shri Krishna is laughing at us not at the Vedas very, very important. And then he said, Bhogeshwarya prashaktanam Taya Prahat chetasam Vivasayatmika buddhi Samadhona vidhiyate. Very simple, he says. Ki this is the reason why having a Vivasayatmika buddhi. What was Vivasayatmika buddhi? Single pointed focused mind is not happening. Because people are just reveling in Bhog and Aishwarya and they are so aviv- Aviveki that they are not able to move beyond it. Their Antakaran right? their very being has been robbed by what? Bhog and Aishwarya. Our Antakaran our very being has been robbed by it. And simply look at us. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? We have to, see we can be in denial, right? We can see that aisa, nahi hai. this is a very simple verse. It, it actually, you know, these verses have to be read and then you have to do manan. I think these are verses which can stop you from sleeping at night also. Yesterday, when I read these three verses, learning how to chant is a different thing. But the meaning, I said, how can they, why are they talking about Ved in that light, right? So this question should come to your mind when you are reading these verses. We cannot just say, okay, this is what it is said and then we laugh at our script. No. Then you go into the depth of what everything means. Ah, then you realize, okay, this is what they are indicating. So once these verses have been read and a basic understanding is there, then start churning it. It has to churn so much so that suddenly at night you will get up and say, Oh, I think I get what they are saying. It's like mathematics, right? When you get a problem and you can't solve it, we say, right, sleep over it. And suddenly in your dreams only the problem will be solved. And you say, Oh, this is what it means. But that churning has to happen when we are reading the scriptures. So in a nutshell, very simply put, they are saying we have the liberty of using our scriptures to uplift our existence or to keep rolling in the mud and the muck that we are used to. It is our choice. We have given, given the entire gamut of things. We have the keys. Now, if we don't want to open door, Right? And why is this being written? Because even now, we really follow Karmakand in the wrong way. Unfortunately. And we do not even feel guilty about doing all this. Why? And it is very simple to understand. They are saying all these scriptures, all the Karmakand, all the rituals are meant for upliftment. For you to move ahead. Beyond Swarglok. Just imagine. Bhu, bhu swarg. swarg also goes through dissolution. There are other Lokas. That is why all the sages will say, my journey is not to swarga Lok. My journey is beyond. No sage will say, I want to go to Svarga. Because it is nothing. It is also Bhog only over there, right? There is nothing. Whatever we have over here, an extension of that enjoyment is there. There is just a promise that there won't be any sorrow. Once everything is done, you'll be kicked out. And then you start again. So these three verses, we will delve deeper later. Again, but this is the crux of these three verses. First, they say very simply. I'll just repeat again: the flowery language of the Vedas are taken by the avivekis. You know, in, in, a, in a very crude way, he'll say the stupid person takes the flowery, you know, language of the Vedas, and he does not understand why the karma kand is there and he starts using it for his own benefit selfish needs like kamnas swarg prapti and then he keeps going in circles in life and birth and is ne- never able to cross the mundane ocean of existence because he is trapped by bhog and aishwarya and because of his being trapped by the desires and the yearning for wealth and prosperity, he is not able to focus his mind on that one divine. Plus, this is what it is saying. And that's it. And over here, Ram Sukhdas Ji, beautifully, you know, when he's saying, he says, all this, you know, Whatever we get in this world, okay? They are sadhans. They are means. This sadhan samagri. Hai. God has given us a good life. God has given us a comfortable life. Very cooperating, you know, husband probably, who is letting you move on the path of spirituality. He has given you enough plate of food on your plate. You have enough money to be able to buy whatever you want. This is not bhog samagri. This is not a platter for your bhog, okay? Everything has been given to me. They There are some people say, everything has been given to me for my use. Why shouldn't I use it? And why shouldn't I enjoy? No. This is sadhan samagri. There is a big difference between bhog samagri and sadhan samagri. We mistake it. We have been given things for sadhan, not for bhog. The minute we are able to understand the distinction we are not going to misuse the time, the space the luxuries that have been given to us we are going to use them for our upliftment so this is what it is saying very very simply nothing else is being said and why are we talking about all this we are talking about all this in the light of karma yoga right? why are we discussing all this because they are telling us how karma yoga is to be done karma yoga kaise karte what did they say we'll just before we close we'll just revisit karma yoga simply says very three things right it says swarth abhiman aur phalichha ka tyag karke dusre ke hit ke liye karm karna swadharma hai right swarth and when we talked about these three statements when we talk about kaam Swarga prapti bhog and aishwarya what are we talking about kaam we are using about swa- we are talking about swarth we are talking about phalichha and we are talking about our own abhiman right our own existence it's all selfish with this you cannot do karma yoga It is not for that we are going against the principles of karma yoga and the the end result of gyan yoga and the beginning of karma yoga is very simple over here again we had read this at the end of gyan yoga it says agar sadhak ka se mana hua sambandh sarvatha hai so when a, in a in Jnana yoga what are they telling you you are not the body you are not the mind you are not the thought you are nothing you are that you are a witness right that is gyan yoga now, yoga has a different philosophy. You act. You act and you can get the same result that you'll get by detachment. Right? gyan yoga. after the knowledge, you get detached. yoga, you start with that feeling that no, one Nishche Atmak Buddhi, I want to reach that Lord. Right? So, the result of both is the same. What will happen? And how can we check whether it is happening to us or not? This is the litmus test for both. It says... अगर सादक का शरीर से माना हुआ संबन मिट जाता है right? तो उसके द्वारा अशुप कर्म तो नहीं होंगे see, first point कर्म नहीं होंगे that means we will not be doing anything negative to anybody right? पर शुप कर्म में भी आशक्ति नहीं रहेगी we will not harm anybody we will not do anything negative to anybody but at the same time that uh, asati that uh, attachment to good work will also not be there you will be doing good in the society you'll be acting in the society you'll be you know you'll be a proactive member in the society giving to the society but there won't be no attachment to that work also so you won't do negative but you won't be attached to the good also there won't be that some people have that asati you know you can feel it you'll know even in spite of being doing the good work you won't be attached to that work Very simply, I'll give a very simple example. When we see a lot of people doing charity, right? Some people continue doing it when it is not needed because they get so attached to the glories that it is getting, the attention that it is getting, or probably, you know, they just get attached to that particular action. Although it is good, getting attached is not right. So they are saying you won't do anything negative. This is a litmus test of where we have reached. You won't do anything negative for sure. But you won't be attached to the good also. Then, Sartak, Chintan mein bhi aasakti nahi rahegi. Neither will be attached to good work. Uske dwara, you won't be doing any negative thought. You know, negative thought, demeaning somebody, talking negative about somebody, or you know, uh, wanting somebody to fall, or wanting somebody to have a bad day. Nothing of that negative thought will come to to your mind. However, to have positive thought also, you won't be very much interested in that kind of a thought also. Asani ki ya na, I want to think positive about it. Nain, bhi nahi rahega. So, sarthak chintan mein bhi aasakti nahi rahegi. There will come a point ki, thik ya na, you won't have ki Sarthak chintan kare, ye kare, you're attached to that positive thought and on na. You're there. You don't, won't do have any negative thoughts, but you won't be running after positive thoughts also. Right? And, to of course, you'll see yourself mellow down. Before you know, you'll calm down eventually. Par Samadhi may, Stirtha may be Asakti, You won't be running after Samadhi or Stirtha also. This is a litmus test. Because there cannot be any sway. You will just be there. No negative, but no running after positive. Act also. There you will be doing it, but there is no attachment. No negative thought. There is no positive thought also which I am attached to. I am not chanchal anymore, like you're jumpy and bubbly, and you know, like it's like a Rajasik Pravarti. No. But you are not that yearning to go into Samadhi, also. You just are. We feel that negative yoga is positive. We have to be very careful. So karm yoga, maybe it is not that. Negative na yoga, very good. Negative to karna nahi hai. Positive karte bhi, you won't be attached to the action. Positive thought hote bhi, you won't be attached to the thought. So, this kind of, this is a litmus test. These three points, and you will see this transition happening yourself. So, karma yoga is not very simple. There are a lot of rules in karma yoga which have to be followed in order to make our karma. A yog. Otherwise, karma bandhan ho jata hai. Karm ko yog banana itta saral nahi hai. Many people say na, I am a karm yogi. Kasi? These three verses are again telling us what we have to stay away from when we are entering the part of karm yoga. This is it for now, today anything else that you want to add we'll go into it a little more before we move into the next verses but this is simply what it is saying any thought, any input anything that wants, anybody wants to add or ask anything that has come to your mind there is one more beautiful example he is saying every verse has different bhavs, ok ek to hota hai, as it is what you are taking right ek hoti hai, vishesh baat, hai na ek hota hai, parishtit bhav so different different are there so isme ek hai just think think a little deeper they are saying if a fish is caught in the net can she swim further a fish which is caught in the net ram sukhdas ji saying if the fish is caught in the net what is the net kamna bhog aishwarya right Swarg that we talked about, can that fish move forward? Can she break the net and go? No. So in the same way, an, a person who is so involved in bhog, that is, you know, fulfilling his desires, and hoarding, sangra, I this, 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 Well, it's very simple. And that is the scary bit. That is the scary bit. Bhok or sangre se ute. Right? Or pate? The thought that came to my mind was Ham sangre kyu karte. Chala bok chorbi there. Right? Personally. Ham sangre kyu karte. Sanghre that is when we are holding, when we are saving, when we are putting it into our bank, you know, for the future, for my children. Why? Because we do not have faith in the Lord. We we feel ki he has given us birth, but he is not capable of taking care of us. And ye jo sadhu hote na, not that we all have to become sadhus, right? Because what happened was, uh, when the karma kant was refuted, right? And when everybody was said, no, sanyas, sanyas, toh baudh dharma right? What happened was also not good. That is not the intention of, of our scriptures at all. ki there they used to talk about only, Moksha, 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 right? That is not. We have a transition. In our Vedas also, we have a transition, which which ashram has to use. It's a very, very, very systematically put thing. So we are not saying we have to go towards that. But it is very important that we have faith in the Lord so that we are not holding beyond our needs. We are not saying leave everything. But unnecessarily, if your objective is parmatma ki prapti if your objective is because these three verses have made it very clear there is no compulsion the veds are equally for a bhogi the veds are equally there for a yogi you can get whatever you want our scriptures are very very liberal whatever you want to eat is your choice there are three types of ahar satve kahar, ratse kahar, tamse kahar now what is, what is your objective you eat accordingly Right? They are not telling you. They have given you various paths. Over here also they are saying this is what Vedas offer. You decide what you want to take. You want to fulfill your Kamna. You want to fulfill your uh, swargicha. You want to fulfill your Bhogiccha. You want to fulfill and get Aishwarya. It's your choice. Or you want to get Paramatma. But if that is the objective, that I want to have pra- Parmatma Prati. A fish which is stuck in the net of all these four things cannot move towards Paramatma. Where there is bhog and sangre, Paramatma cannot be there. It is, it, I don't know about all of you, but it makes us think, right, about our existence. And I feel sometimes, you know, if we are doing all this, we are reading the scriptures, then we are being hypocrites. See, ignorance is bliss. Till there is ignorance, it is forgivable. But once you know, once you believe, once you accept and then still this is happening very difficult here uh, the thing is maybe again we will be closed into that maya because we will be realizing and then again we
1: will come back to the same maya and we will be going back to the things that right it happens isn't it Here, basically uh, i mean uh, the moral i have taken is god has provided us both ways. it is our choice to take which way we want to go
0: hmm. yeah very true
1: he, was like, uh, he has also given us the liberty to uplift our existence and at the same time he has given us the choice to go to the poor but whichever way we go, it is completely our choice. Yes. And again, as you are saying, it will be like, again, we will be into the Maya. If it is like Palicha also, if we are praying, I was just uh, continuously getting in my mind the thing. Like when we are also playing the Harman Chari.
0: So the last one is Tulsi uh, Tulsidas, uh, uh, what was that one? Tulsidas Sadahari Chera. Kije Na Therde Mahadera. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yes. And again, now, the other is for our worldly, worldly
1: uh, materialistic uh, yes. anxieties and all. So, for that one, we will be so into that, we will be like praying it continuously, we will be so agitated, anxious and all. But when we are doing for just like uh, God uh, for the realization, there is a lot of peace of mind uh, in our internal. Uh, that vibration whatever it is just like normal we will be sitting and we will be just praying and all
0: but if it is like a purpose, desire we want a desire that is like different phalicha, we will be so specific to read that phalicha. yes anywhere wrong. anywhere wrong and that is what in the previous verse also they said na falicha faliccha ke saath karte ho to, then the results can be disastrous also they are building it slowly so what you are saying is jab prabhu prapti ke liye karte then we are very calm so over here the same thing here says the minute we expand our existence beyond our and our bodily connections right as you said when there is no itchha, when you are just praying for the sake of God or when you are praying for something else Vasudeva you are praying for all the other things then slowly that sangra bhog will go away so we have to have a goal which is beyond our blood connections maybe right yeah. so here morning hmm. also i was just listening
1: ah. to some podcast so here they were
0: saying that it
1: also came that that like when, when we pray for our bhog it's like a mind spray. and when we pray for the yog it's the god's spray they were saying yes so, it's like the two kinds of prayers also we will be like
0: that. The same way. prayer can be done in both ways. Right? Yeah. Very true. It's a beautiful point. And asa here, hai, see, there are two things, right? Before we close Shreyas and prayers, you, would you like to put any other point? God's pray and. Yeah. yeah. God's pray and the mind's pray. Mind's pray. See? Mind. Right?
1: not that pretty. yes so it is not
0: the God spray. God's prayer God's prayer and you know what is it There is there are two things Shreyas and Prayas right Shreyas is what which is the superior path right Prayas is the pleasing path you know which is giving me current pleasure right that mind spray and the God's pray God's pray is the Shreyas that is the superior path in the heart and heart we know we all know right but we are getting diverted away from that superior path by prayers, current pleasures, current benefits, current attachments. So we know this is a shreshed path, this is a superior path, but we end up taking the pleasurable path. It is a dilemma we all face. So but at the same time, Always be careful. See, whenever all these things are coming forward because of a reason, maybe at that time, and many a times people will tell us, ki tumhare us This is why you do karma can't. No. It is a choice we are given. They are so powerful that they can make whatever we want happen. They are not meant for that. See, we are, you know, uh, everybody, all of us, whoever, isi na ki, if you want your dharm to flourish, behave in a particular manner, you know, we bring people to look down on us. Suppose we say, I am Lakshmi Puja for wealth and prosperity? Really? That is not the objective of Lakshmi Puja. Right? So, if we do not, if we get messed up like this, so Krishna is also laughing, na, at who is he laughing? He's laughing at people like us. Ki look at them, a Viveki manushya, he calls us. You know? So, and unfortunately, when we go and we present these things to the world, the world will also laugh at us only. That in our Vedas, we karmakand. Karmakand is not Right? Karmakand is not Rituals are not But if we make them the end and not reach the means through them, then it is And these three verses are very important for all seekers. Very, very important. A reminder, when we are sitting for prayers, how should we be? What should be our mental disposition? The minute you realize, are, I am praying for something, stop. It will keep happening because we are conditioned like that. Stop. No. If I am asking something, I will stop right now. Today morning, somebody shared a very beautiful thing. A child would go to the temple and she would pray. A very small little child she was around 4 years or 5 years old and then she'll and the pundit was watching she'll utter these words and she'll run away utter these words and the pundit thought she might not be knowing much you know she's too small to know mantras, shlokas or anything let me ask her what she's doing so the pundit asked her little girl what do you speak in front of the Lord every time you come you come every day and you're worshipping Him what are you saying she said I just know A, B, C, D till Z right so I say A B C D till Z five times, and I tell God, see all the alphabets are here. You can arrange them as per your wish, whatever you like. Courage chahiye uske liye. Just then we are able to do that na. Ham sangrahe nahi karege. Because we will have faith. Our faith is shaky our belief is shaky just imagine these are five times abcd all the alphabets are there arrange it as per your wish whatever you want arrange it prayers beautiful isn't it and that is the path which is shreyas this is the beauty and that is why we took it very slowly. It was a little slow today. Because we should not demean our scriptures. Veds are very important. They are the core of our existence. Do you know in Sanatan Dharma who is called a an astic and who is called a nastik? It is not the believer or the non-believer of God who is called a astic or a Nastik. A believer of the Vedas is called a Astik, and a non-believer of the Vedas is called a Nastik. So bada ridicule Vedka Gita me huini sakta. Be very careful, that's why. That is why we took it one by one. Because when in Sanatan Dharma it's simple. We also have astics and nastics. We feel the nastic is a person who does not believe God. No. A person who believes the Vedas can be a Astik. He does not have to be an astic. But a person who does not approve of the Veds is definitely an Astic, as per Sanatanda. Because Veds can also be divided. There are different different ways people reach the Vedas also, right? Further division. Uh, again, there are, uh, what is it? Advait, dvait this, that, lots of, even a person who does not believe in God can be Aasthik provided he believes in the Veds. So as per sanatan dharm and Nastik is based on whether we believe the Vedas or not. So here we were talking about the Vedas. So nowhere is any ridicule meant for them. So these three verses has to be very carefully understood and talked about. Otherwise, na, ka ho And we will end up ridiculing the very, very basis of our dharm Never do that. See, Upanishads come out of the Vedas only. Karma comes out of the Vedas only. Everything comes out of that and all the Bhagavad and all are made easy for us to understand, right? So that is the core. Nowhere is there meant any ridicule for our Vedas over here in our Gita. That is why we have to understand who wrote the Gita, who wrote Bhagavad, who is writing over here, who thought the Vedas were so important. That is why we talked about Ved Vyasji. He knew the importance of the Vedas, isn't it? That is why he segregated it and made it available. If to be ridiculed, don't do it, So, that is why whenever we read a verse, before jumping into any conclusion about what it is saying, a lot of thought has to go into it. Because if the minute you feel that this, this is saying something negative, no, none of our scriptures will ever say anything negative. The minute it, is, it seems like that, Stop. So this is, this is why we took it very slowly today because and we have to internalize this. So this is verse 42, 43 and 44. If there is anything left, we will pick it up and then we will move on to verse number 45. And all this is in, is in an effort to understand what Karmi Yoga is. Let's not forget why we are reading all this. We are reading all this to understand what Karma Yoga is. Right now the emphasis is on Karma Yoga. So they are all telling us how to do Karma Yoga. Thank you Krishna Ji, for the input. Any other inputs? Nay. Then we will close the session. And lots of respect to our Vedas. Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari he Nath Narayan Vasudeva, Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari. He Nath Narayan Vasudeva, Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari. He Nath Narayan Vasudeva, He Nath Narayan Vasudeva he nat narayan vasudevam om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya vasudevaya, vasudevaya. رام لکشمن جان کی جی بولو حنمان کی رام لکشمن جان کی बोलो बजरंग बली की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान जय श्री राम